1: gone mad with unnecessary reboots, remakes, and sequels. Only one podcast has the guts to make it even worse. This is Smack My Pitch Up.
0: Hello, geeks, and welcome to another amazing episode of Smack My Pitch Up, a podcast that reboots, remakes, reimagines, sequels, cycles, mashes up, and adapts all the different TV shows, movies, books, and all the stuff that you've come to know and love or absolutely hate. <laughs> Gotta throw that in there for sure, especially on this episode, <laughs> because the subject at hand is definitely one that is either both either loved completely or absolutely despised. And uh, here to talk about this property with me, a first-timer on any of the GUI Network stuff, we got Amy Flint here. Hello. Now you were familiar with Twilight. Wouldn't say you call yourself a Twihard by any stretch, <laughs> right?
2: Um, not anymore. I would say. I mean, I definitely was a young girl growing up in the Twilight era. Unfortunately, um, but luckily, it didn't completely change my views on feminism. Okay. <laughs>
0: You didn't just go out looking for a uh, strong 102-year-old man to take care of you. That,
2: I mean, what a dream, honestly. <laughs> I mean,
0: really, that's the Anna Nicole Smith dream, I think. Is yes, what that please is.
2: let me know if there are any 102-year-old men out there, preferably with money, preferably who glitter in the sun. Yes.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what 102-year-old man is listening that's in our wheelhouse of listeners to uh, this show.
2: I would love if that was just a big audience for you was just like nursing home, right. <laughs> listening parties. We've
0: got like the 24 <laughs> to like 38 demographic super down. And then there's this super weird <laughs> spike at like 90 plus that just gets real huge.
2: Nobody from 30 to 90 is listening to this.
0: No, nobody like uh, 70s. Forget about it. So, oh, nobody in their not. 70s even knows we exist.
2: No, nor do they care.
0: 90s plus. There's just one dude at one really big retirement home that's like, no, you got to check this out and oh, just getting absolutely. everyone to listen.
2: Yeah. And he's definitely going to pop a Viagra and try to find me oh so. yeah
0: for sure can't wait <laughs> he's like i'll put on glitter baby <laughs> uh we were of course talking about
2: twilight absolutely
0: yeah this is uh, one of those episodes that's going to be real interesting on how we approach this uh, i cannot say that i am a what we would call a fan mm. of this uh this series of books or movies really are you sure i'm pretty sure
2: i aren't we all a little bit though <laughs>
0: In our hearts. In our hearts. (laughs) At our true core. At our core. Aren't we all a little Bella?
2: (laughs) Aren't we all just grappling at night, losing sleep over Team Edward versus Team Jacob? Because I know I am.
0: Don't we all sneak into a teenage girl's bedroom at night and watch her sleep for months at a time before talking to her?
2: That's a great question. Do we now, Mike?
0: I think we need to move on with this uh, Mm -hmm. episode here. Absolutely. Yep. I... (laughs) Twilight, for sure, I have, for fair warning moving forward, no knowledge of the books at all. That's I have okay. not read any of the books. So the way I'm treating this is that I'm treating this remake that I'm doing, both the series and the remix version, sure. as basically like a producer in the 90s would do with a superhero movie that had never read any of the comics, had no <laughs> understanding of it, and just was, I don't know, there's the old story of the kevin smith superman movie that the producer wanted to get a giant spider and he's like that's not actually like a character and he's like i don't know i just want to see a big spider and it was like a whole thing
2: (laughs) that producer was not you (laughs) no
0: it was not but i'm gonna kind of go that route with this twilight thing where i've now seen twilight without uh the help of riff tracks uh once and that was last night
2: you are welcome yeah i'm super
0: happy to (laughs) say that that is now off my bucket list.
2: Your life is different now, huh? It
0: is. I, I see the world through sparklier eyes, I mm-hmm. think.
2: Absolutely. And Stephanie Meyer's rose-colored glasses.
0: <laughs> Stephanie Meyer's pedophile glasses, <laughs> I think, is maybe the name of this episode. Uh, it's...
2: Listen, who doesn't love a sexy teenager?
0: I was so unbelievably uncomfortable with some of the situational stuff going on in this movie because you've got... Edward. Team Edward. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Barkley vampire. Mm. First off, like, he is so horny for Bella that he can't sit next to her when she first comes in, because he's like, you smell fucking good. I want to eat or fuck you or both, probably.
2: I mean, have you ever met a teenage boy, though? Like, they're having wet dreams, they just can't be a person. <laughs> the boner situation is out of fucking control.
0: <laughs> the boner situation is the name of my Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> cover band, I think. Um... <laughs>
2: I love that for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty Go Go check them out. They're, they're a lot of fun. <laughs> I have been a teenage boy. Mm-hmm. I was did not have Twilight, unfortunately, but I did have Tank Girl. That was Ooh, real okay. my, my movie go-to. Sure. For like Lori Patty. That was my, how you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. She's a babe. To the point where I was like, I'm going to watch A League of Their Own repeatedly because she's in that as well
2: oh well yeah good for you yeah absolutely. great movie also really good movie totally like, on
0: its own <laughs> it's, absolutely
2: it's no twilight but it's no twilight It's a good it's okay
0: there's no glittering in uh in league of their own if only there's there's some like bruises on butts but that's yeah. about
2: not all movies can be
0: perfect that's true so. that's true so as now an adult uh <laughs> questionable <a> questionable adult, <laughs> What are your feelings on this series? Is there like nostalgia that helps you kind of appreciate it a bit or how, are you fully separated from it? Or are you still like gung ho?
2: You know, about- it's. Insane how much the nostalgia has disappeared. (laughs) It was uh, not a fun view. (laughs) I don't know.
0: I had fun, but not because the movie was good.
2: Yeah, we had fun. But mostly because of our deep shared pain, I would say. (laughs) Just kind of got us. It was like watching it in a support group of sorts. It was kind
0: of like in Speed, where Mm -hmm. Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves fall in love because there's a bomb on a bus that has to go 55 miles or or plus. (laughs) And so they're so like fucked up from the yeah. whole situation that it brings them closer. Oh, okay. I think so you feel
2: like we got closer. We got
0: closer. We bonded over this like tire fire of a movie that Aww. we had to watch.
2: Twilight is our speed. <laughs> yes. That's just so sweet. <laughs> that
0: should be stitched on something. I think. <laughs> Definitely
2: cross-stitched on a pillow. Yes, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's adorable.
0: So there's five movies? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Four books and five movies.
2: Oh, yeah. i we mean
0: only approaching the first movie, really. Yes. Our... Oh, yeah.
2: We couldn't delve that deep.
0: Now, are you adding anything from the books that you were like, I'm so mad that it didn't make it into the movie? This one part where, I don't know, Edward starts taking up hacky sack. <laughs> I, don't know what's, I don't know what vampires do. First like,
2: of all, expose me for reading the books. Okay. This was not public to Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Kidding.
0: I didn't mean to like out you like that.
2: Um, but no, absolutely not. There is uh, nothing great in the books that I uh, had to include. Okay. It's pretty much all a tire fire, I would say.
0: I just figure it's just a lot of blank pages where they're supposed to be the long pauses in yes. between them staring at each other. Exactly. You're supposed to just kind of feel that in the.
2: It's just ellipses on full three page <laughs> front and back. <laughs>
0: It's like, is this braille? Is this really lazy oh, yeah. braille? And you're
2: reading it as a teenager, just flipping through the dot dot dots, just so fucking horny. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> so horny for this book. Oh, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the whole anticipation line from Rocky Horror. Absolutely. That's exactly what this book the is. The final
0: upsides, it just says yeah. patient. You're like, oh, oh I, I just arrived. Cool. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the plot. Yes. Just to go over the basics here for oh, anybody sure. that um, knows of Twilight and doesn't care to get it spoiled for them and just wants to listen <laughs> to this episode. So there's this old dude yeah. named Edward mm-hmm. that he looks 17. Yeah. And he's been 17 for a while. Oh, yeah. And he meets Bella.
2: Who is 17. Who is actually let's 17.
0: Say. Let's let let's put this out there on Front Street.
2: And also cannot speak in full sentences. She is just so highly awkward and um. She confused. She's confused. She
0: had like indie rock Tourette's, right? Oh, yeah. Like instead of actually just yelling, fuck, it was like, <laughs> I didn't uh, that. No
2: one gets her. She's clearly at that phase in her angst, you know, like nobody understands.
0: No, like including definitely not her dad or the viewers of this movie <laughs> no, at all. Not at all. There's there's like weird lip biting. At
2: different oh, points. Oh, so much and lip biting.
0: There's like lip biting that makes sense where she's like looking at Edward and she's like, I'm going to suck that dick. Oh, like sure. there's Those moments for yeah. sure. But then there's also moments where she just, I don't know, like just standing around looking around and she bites her lip like, I don't know, the trees are hot. I don't understand <laughs> why you're doing that.
2: Also, Edward is so pale. Do you think his dick is like translucent? Is Well... I'm trying to think. Because dicks are already typically pale.
0: This is where it actually comes into play of the different types of vampires. Because I mean, these vampires like they clearly like have blood like in their system and stuff. So like he can definitely get a hard on. I think there are some vampires where it's like you know there's no blood moving through. It's like well, so you're not getting an erection. Ooh, yeah, good point. You need like the Nike pump down there to like get (laughs) it going. Yeah. Uh, So Edward, he's got he's got the sparkly dick for sure. Ooh, yeah, that's hot. And definitely is the least seen in the sunlight
2: oh absolutely yeah
0: so yeah i think it probably looks like the uh like the fluke man from the x-files episode (laughs) just like translucent skin and Mm. kind of maybe a little wet
2: oh yeah (laughs) stephanie Myers has definitely thought about this at night
0: (laughs) i feel like it might have fangs i'm not sure maybe that's where the yeah
2: that would be a great twist see i need the Okay, I know that there's plenty of fanfiction. There's got to be a fanfiction where the dick has fangs.
0: I don't remember fangs in Twilight. Do they have fangs?
2: Were there fangs? I mean, I don't remember. Probably not because they're very like refined, like civilized vampires. Civilized vamps. Yeah, yes. they don't have fangs. That's for we're
0: civilized. We poor vampires. We don't have fangs. We just fuck children. Mm, mm. <laughs> they
2: use like a steak knife to carve up
0: there. I think about as, as A man in his thirties, like thinking about dating somebody who's like nineteen or twenty. So like still legal like sure. legally that would barely legal barely legal is a horrifying concept to me.
2: <laughs> well, that's good.
0: Yeah, that's and, for the best. Yeah, and that's that's like a twenty years difference there, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like no, no. So when he's got like fucking like like eighty five years on this yeah. chick at, at this point. 85 years mm-hmm. he loves it he's into it
2: he's so into he's it. he's super
0: into it he's like i listen to chamber music and she's like have you heard this band pavement they're <laughs> real good
2: <laughs> oh god and no. then he like goes and buys them on itunes she's like not he's even not even touring. she's not that
0: well it's clearly muse she's in muse oh hell yeah and probably a little bell and sebastian as well
2: Ooh. i mean Am I mad about that? Not really. Okay. I don't want to have that in common with Bella. But at seventeen, <laughs> Bell and Sebastian was truly speaking to my heart. Was
0: uh, the jam?
2: The actual jam. The
0: super duper jam.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm trying to think of teenage years, me, the music I listen to, but I've always had impeccable taste, so oh, wow. I've never actually listened to anything terrible. God,
2: what's what's it like to be you and just like be perfect all the time? From you know, I'd like to say that, it, to that that
0: it can be a little bit. You know trying sometimes but it's actually pretty great
2: oh well that's
0: lovely it's pretty good
2: moving right along yeah i
0: think that's probably a good idea let's get into (laughs) how we're going to change this story up a little bit okay the uh, basic gist are you keeping it pretty close to the original or are you adding some some weaves and some some changes here and there
2: for my first just reboot
0: and let's let's remind the listeners basically we have a version we think might actually work like if we were to actually reboot this this is our real choices what we would do That's what we're going to run down first. Yes. Then when we're done with that, we're doing what we are now calling the remix version, which is just a interesting or weird take on it where we choose a director and cast that would not maybe be the first choice for something in this genre or this tone. But maybe it
2: should be. But
0: sometimes, sometimes it might work better. Yeah. Or, you know... Sometimes if you have a case of the fuckets with a property like this. Oh, it's just I like, did. Oh, I super did. Oh, it went buck fucking like, wild. I'm going to make this something I want to see.
2: Absolutely. I'd so. watch the hell out of this. Yes,
0: absolutely. So, so if you real one.
2: Yes. Okay. So for my real one, um, I wanted to stick to the source material. But I wanted to give it to somebody that I feel like would really lean in and be able to kind of laugh at the angst. And also, very key plot point, be able to laugh at the fact that the angst is coming from the lack of fucking. Okay. And the lack of being able to fuck because, of course, for the bloodthirst. Yes. Of course.
0: I can't fuck you because then I'll have to eat you.
2: Right. So I wanted it to be more of just like a teen drama that was like very funny in being able to laugh at itself. Okay. 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 Um, and so for that, for my director, um, I went with Greta Gerwig.
0: Greta Gerwig? Yes. Okay, I'm familiar with her as an actress. I'm not sure what she's done as far as... Uh,
2: directing? Directing, yeah. Uh, Lady Bird was oh, shit. incredible. Okay, yeah, I did
0: see Lady Bird. And okay, That was great. really good.
2: She directed it. She wrote it. And I would also love for her to write the screenplay, just because I think that she would be really great at being able to just take the fucking ridiculousness and bring us in on the joke.
0: I fully get that because you see that in Lady Bird where there are really genuinely intense moments in that movie but on the same end too it's kind of hilarious at how intense it is.
2: Oh, absolutely. And how deeply you feel as a teenage girl and I feel like that's the whole theme of this of twilight that's and so i feel like she good. would do real good with it that's
0: solid i dig that. i would not have made that pull that's solid as hell i oh, dig it
2: thank you so much what about you
0: and also what i like is it definitely has a little bit of that indie cred which yes. kind of translates to what they're trying to portray bella to be in this yes. as well as being this kind of like counterculture indie chick oh that, sure yeah. absolutely
2: like she would lean into the angst but oh, also sure. be able to like poke fun at it but
0: it wouldn't be like the level of angst that we saw in the original where oh, it's just God. it's like caked in it it's like <laughs> There's like cakes that have the amount of frosting that's like reasonable. And then you've got the like store-bought Walmart cakes that has like the nasty frosting that's like three inches. Mm -hmm. That's the angst in the original. Yes. Is that three inches of (laughs) frosting. grocery store
2: frosting. Grocery
0: store angst is what, yeah.
2: (laughs) That's the name of my Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band. That's so weird that we both have Chili Peppers cover band. Well, we should talk about that or maybe jam sometime.
0: Uh, Could you imagine if one opened for the other? It'd be just too much Chili Peppers at that point. I feel like that would
2: be a feud though. Who's going to open?
0: Well, then, then it'd be like one would be the red hot chili peppers and one would be the like moderately spicy chili peppers. <laughs> and it just doesn't have the same effect.
2: That would probably be mine because yours has boner in the title. That's so yours true. is hotter than mine for sure. Well,
0: so you'd be the musically talented version and I would just be the one that has like socks on dicks. <laughs> so we'd have the stage show.
2: Yeah. That's fair. So, yeah. We should really just combine forces I think here. so. Yeah. Just,
0: could you imagine like multitudes of Anthony Kiedis' running around on stage? Oh my
2: God. I'd rather have multiple fleas, That's let's be true. honest. That's true.
0: Multiple fleas is a better move.
2: So much better.
0: So speaking of moves, my move yes. for the director,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I wanted to go into kind of the realm of it being a little closer to horror. Mm-hmm. Than the original. This is a vampire story. So lean in a little bit. But I didn't want it to be overwhelmingly like scary. Mm -hmm. I wanted to have more of that ethereal creep kind of tone to it. Sure. And I definitely, as far as the story goes, uh, basically I went with the same basic story, but the. Angle on it is a little different. Okay, is that the story shows uh, that we that the children or the the characters, the children, whether they be a hundred years old or seventeen, right? Of course, uh, they've learned how to give and receive love from their parents. Okay, so Bella craves love she never got from her dad, Charlie. Oh, wow. And that's what she kind of sees through Edward as being this old soul in a young body. Ooh. And so there's that kind of connection there. Uh, Edward is obsessive and overprotective like Carlisle is with everyone in his family. Okay. Where he's deeply protective and wants to make them safe and is like definitely kind of overbearing and stuff. Okay, okay. So him having an appreciation for Bella, he immediately is like watching over her at night. And telling her where she can and can't go for her safety and is very, well, let's face it, like, kind of emotionally abusive oh for sure (laughs)
2: yeah Yeah.
0: and then um i will put initially that bella's not entirely into the whole thing at first like she's definitely like intrigued by edward but isn't like full board in like she is in the original oh she has
2: like agency she
0: has some agency until she has to rely on the vampires to survive after the other troop they're going to come in way sooner in my version than they do in the original movie they're going to come in like maybe halfway through great So that's gonna create a a codependency between Edward and Bella, and that's really where the relationship is built on is this like really toxic uh, codependency. Ooh, I like that, yeah. So it kind of explains the relationship they had in the movie uh, better because it is deeply toxic relationship, oh, sure. and this way you actually understand. Oh, that's how they got there.
2: Right. You know? It wasn't just out of the clear blue sky.
0: It's like, oh, here's this pale guy. I def- definitely am going to change my entire life <laughs> and like risk it for this dude that I barely know.
2: Oh, and just give up my entire life. Everything. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. My
0: my personal like identity means nothing because. Oh, yeah. Mr. Sparkly Vamp is oh, sure. uh, is being nice to me. Oh, yeah. This second. And, and this is
2: after first base. That's just something that we all need to keep in mind. There was just kissing happening, and she was like, and mortality? Fuck it. Yeah, like only twice.
0: And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm in.
2: She's like, my father, don't know him. <laughs> don't need to, honestly. No, I'm
0: good. I'm good with that. Throw it him. away. I've got new uh, vampy daddy to
2: yeah. uh, take oh. care of. Oh, yeah. Wow, you really well, said I, that.
0: Because the creep factor is so apparent in this yes. film that it actually kind of works in that context Absolutely. where it's supposed to be gross. Great. So that's what I'm going with. I, for the director, I chose Mike Flanagan. Okay. Uh, and he is the director of the upcoming Doctor Sleep, which is the sequel to yes. The Shining. Okay. He did Gerald's Game that's available on Netflix. Ooh, also okay. A Stephen that King was vehicle. great. Yeah. And also definitely shows kind of like toxic relationships. A little and, bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, and also Hush, which oh. absolutely is a stalker story.
2: Yes. Which
0: I want to super lean in on the stalker wow, aspect. Oh, I did
2: not realize that that was all the same person. Same, he did okay, Oculus. Mike. Yeah. And he
0: was also the main director and uh, showrunner for The Haunting of Hill House. Ooh. So he knows how to do that ethereal creep tone. Oh, as this well.
2: was extremely well thought out on many levels.
0: I, I went. I wanted it to be yeah, just definitely kind of that tonally creepy yeah. overall, um, but not overly unsettling. yeah unsettling. Sure, for sure, yeah. Uh, I even looked up who directed Fear. Uh, oh, that wow. old Wahlberg what? flick. Yeah, and a classic. I think that was a director I've used recently. So I was like, nah, but. <laughs>
2: So yeah, that's, Gotta keep it fresh.
0: That's where I'm going. Funky fresh. Funky fresh, uh, just like the our Chili Peppers cover bands. <laughs> Speaking of funky fresh, um, let's get some funky fresh new talent in to play Bella Swan. Oh, so absolutely. So for your serious, who do you have for your Bella?
2: Okay, so I did keep it to the the youths. I kept it at the a youths. high school level. Yeah. yeah the youths. Um, And so for my Bella, I picked somebody actually really up and coming, I think. I think she's going to be really big. Um, Her name is Eliza Scanlon. And did you watch the miniseries Sharp Objects on HBO?
0: No, I did not. But I heard really good things
2: about it. You should. And it was incredible. Um, And so she played Emma, who was the younger sister of Amy Adams' character, who is just, ooh, so creepy. Really creepy. And really, like, you cannot read her, but also very known for being stunning yeah um and so i think that she would be just the right amount of um being able to laugh at herself but also like a little scary (laughs) a little unpredictable so i think she would be a good bella okay i dig it in my dream adaptation here
0: and i will (laughs) suggest to uh because i'm going to be doing it while we're doing this Mm -hmm. is that if you are not driving a vehicle while listening yes and you are have access to your phone or something like that pull up imdb Sure. Uh, We usually put a link in the notes for the film that we're talking about or or show. So you can just click on that notes link and get to the page for Twilight. Sure. So you can kind of look at that and then look up the different actors that we're talking about and kind of get a better idea of who we're discussing. Uh, For example, for Bella, for my take, I uh, decided to go with Anna Taylor-Joy. If you're unfamiliar, she was the main actress in The Witch oh
2: okay and she was
0: also in this great little sci-fi film that didn't get enough play as far as i'm concerned called morgan
2: okay i've not heard of that
0: the cool thing about morgan is the trailer they actually had a, an ai cut the trailer oh and the weird thing about that they had a real trailer version they put out but they also had an ai trailer oh why does that spook me the spookiest part of it is the AI, ai trailer completely took out the fact that morgan was an ai
2: Took that completely
0: out of the uh, the text of the uh, trailer. Don't
2: like that. No. Yeah. Mm -mm.
0: And then, absolutely uh, not. Also, she was in. She was the I believe. Or no, she was the main character in Split. The like beaten girl. I was thinking Uh Splice. Um, Split. Uh Yeah, she was in that. And she also did a voice in Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance.
2: Oh, good to know. So
0: she's really coming up. She's getting big, and she's got that kind of sheepish creep kind of tone to her where she's very pretty but in that kind of dark not vampy so much as more brooding brooding yeah Yeah, very brooding and that's what you need for abella is a brooding presence and she can definitely play that she can play emotionally broken and because she's done that before yeah
2: absolutely versatile
0: actress absolutely able to kill it um in and really roles that require a lot of talent yeah and uh so let's let's see bella with actual emotions this wow. time
2: i can't wait honestly yeah. <laughs> what a shock
0: for uh edward mm-hmm. i guess is the next move here
2: oh absolutely who do you
0: have for your all edward? right so this, I is, the big one. this, this is, is the big one this is a
2: big one and i feel very good about my choice okay a because he's already pale and a little bit sickly like a housebound victorian ghost like the way okay. that robert pattinson is in the film and also i feel as though he would hate on it a little bit appropriately just like Robert Pattinson did so I went with Timothy Chalamet
0: that name sounds really familiar you
2: definitely know him well first of all he was in Ladybird as just a real fucking douchebag teenage boy which I enjoyed um and he's also famous for call me by your name that's how he got the Oscar oh
0: note. okay mm-hmm. okay real I think skinny I know you're talking kid about. yeah
2: um He's a great actor. I mean, he did a great job in both roles, both extremely different. Um, But I just feel as though he would really do that torture thing because he already did the super pent up horny move for Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. Um, So I can see that for him. Love that for him. Um, And I just I feel like he would play really well. And he and Greta have already worked together. So it would be a good uh, good pairing.
0: I do like that you also are kind of pulling people from other films that were associated with the director. Yeah. I usually try to do that as well because oftentimes directors will pull- Oh, absolutely. Similar actors into mm-hmm. other roles. That's pretty common. So yeah. it makes the most sense.
2: Definitely. All right. What'd you do?
0: I did uh, something similar in that I wanted weird kind of like lanky- Kind of victorian ghost is that how you put it
2: i did housebound victorian ha- ghost. <laughs> housebound
0: victorian ghost this is definitely one of those okay for edward cullen i went with cody smith McPhee. a lot of hyphenates so definitely
2: far. you're going with the complicated names
0: this was the main male lead uh in let me in the american remake of uh let the right one in okay and was the little boy in the road and oh, as far as wow if you want the lankiness you're really going to see it as him as nightcrawler and x-men apocalypse
2: Okay, so yeah. very
0: like lanky skinny. Lanky, dude. Yeah, and also a lesser-known film unfortunately called the Congress Sci-Fi okay. flicks starring Robin, Wright. Wow. Where she plays herself mm-hmm. in the near future and they basically scan her entire body and go through like hours upon hours of her reading stuff and like doing brain scans and they create an AI imprint of her That they can put into movies without her having to be there.
2: Ooh, okay.
0: And then it creates this like split in reality where like over time, like reality people start becoming imprints versus the physical self. Ooh. And it it's this weird like partially animated, partially real life movie that kind of blends reality and dream states, and it's utterly bizarre. How have I never heard of that? It was a super indie flick. I don't know. Wild. It, It was amazing and stunning, visually stunning movie. All right. I'm looking it up. Absolutely, it's well worth a watch. But he he was also in that film as well. But yeah, lanky dude, great actor. um, Plays can be sheepish, but also has had moments of playing it a little bit intense as well. Okay, I like to see him become a little bit more domineering in the role as Edward Mm -hmm. than you've seen him say "Let Me In" or as Nightcrawler. But he has he has the talent to do it. So I'm interested to see the yeah shut in Victorian ghost (laughs) Uh uh, really make a move. (laughs) Absolutely. Sure.
2: Yes. Now, who do
0: you got next for yours?
2: Okay, so I went with Jacob next. Obviously, I okay. have to complete the love triangle. Sure. Um, I will go ahead and just forewarn that I did completely colorblind casting. Okay. So, unfortunately, I do not have a Native American actor for either of my Jacobs. Okay. Um, but I do feel as though he gives off a similar just vibe personality-wise. Um, and so, I went with up-and-comer, I guess, in the Netflix sphere specifically, No One's Centennial um, so he got popular from the movie To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Oh, that's mm-hmm. where the
0: notes get like yes. leaked out to. Yeah.
2: So the weirdest thing about this guy to me is that he kind of looks but sounds exactly like Mark Ruffalo. Like the voice is uncanny to really me. and they have a little bit of the same vibe as like the little like sleepy eyes and kind of like sheepish all the time for okay. some reason but the voice is spot fucking on and it freaks me out but i'm also into it and i know that if i was a teenage girl i'd be like real fucking into it yeah um so that is who i went with for jacob because he's supposed to be kind of that like boyish charming you know a little bit alluring but not as much as like your sexy victorian ghost boyfriend he's
0: also got a little bit more of that in indie rock appeal than oh, yes. edward does too oh
2: yeah a so, little more grungy yeah is exactly. that like jacob he like works on cars and yeah that's hot yeah <laughs> <laughs> so but that was just my like goal. pretty and pink you sure. go with the,
0: the, the like guy that wears like a tie for fun oh
2: god yes you definitely do
0: yeah uh, it's a shame
2: teenage girls are fools yes they are so glad i was never one
0: go with the guys that work on cars or giant dorks are the ones that are better off <laughs> right for my jacob mm-hmm. i uh will say out here that the pretty much only thing that i originally liked from the twilight movie was that they incorporated the werewolf mythos with native american culture i thought take. i know, it was a I, cool know take, I know and i didn't want to like ruin the one thing i liked about twilight by casting a different race character But on the other end as well is that there are such a limited number of Native American actors out there to choose from. Mm -hmm. And so there were some available. Sure. But not being familiar with their work very Mm -hmm. much at all. It was actually felt kind of gross to just like
1: close my eyes
0: and pick one. Understandable. That's just kind of gross. So I actually, and this is the first time that I've done this on this show. I decided instead of like picking another character, because Jacob is an important character and doesn't need to be cast. I'm leaving this open as an unknown actor that you oh, go in wow. and you actually go looking for a Native American actor to play a Native American role. And you go with somebody that is, you're not familiar with, that hasn't been in stuff, and just kind of leave it at that.
2: Oh, wow. It's not loophole. a loophole. It's
0: not a fun answer, <laughs> Yeah. but I feel like it's genuine. I don't want to like incorporate... Like some weird side plot about like oh, I was adopted by a Native American family. Or, oh my
2: god! Or just you chose the morally responsible answer. Yes, made me look like an
0: asshole with my that was... grungy Netflix heartthrob. That's that was my entire plan is to make you look like borderline racist. That's, well, yeah.
2: I mean, I'm canceled. Yeah, it's you're fine. canceled. It's fine. <laughs> It's my podcast debut and I'm officially canceled.
0: <laughs> you're, you're getting called out on Twitter later, just so you know. Um,
2: At me. <laughs> yeah, right. Come for me. And no
0: part of that is I do definitely need to kind of like dig in and try to like, there were a few actors that looked familiar that when I was looking up like Native American actors. Sure. And I do need to kind of like check out some of these films and, yeah. and see what they're doing. Because, you know, the more people that pay attention to these right. smaller films, the, the more
2: representation. Exactly. Sure
0: so that's...
2: don't cancel me everybody <laughs> No, she, i'm sensitive she is don't sensitive. come for me snowflakes <laughs> oh, wow
0: you're gonna change our entire like <laughs> following it's gonna be weird
2: i'm just getting you a new fan base
0: yeah that's thanks like yeah super <laughs> into that next yeah casting let me Let's me right go along. go right on to the next one sure here. Who do you have next on your list? Oh, people.
2: Okay. So this was tough, obviously, because we have the big three and then yeah. we have just a ton of supporting And so we characters. probably don't have
0: the same people.
2: Probably not. Yeah. So I'll just do two at once because I chose two of the four Cullen siblings. Okay. Um, And I chose one of the couples because that's a whole weird situation. So I did Alice and Jasper. Okay. Um, Alice, because she's the psychic. And I feel like that'll come up in my in my wild. And that reboot. was important
0: to the plot. Yes.
2: And Jasper, because he just kind of makes me laugh because he's basically silent the entire time. Cause he's just thinking about how much he wants to eat Bella. Um, and so I just enjoyed that imagery. And he chose reminded
0: him. me so much of Edward Scissorhands where he's just oh his weird God. hair and real quiet.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, So for them, For my Alice, I went for somebody that is really, really up and coming, and I believe has only been in one thing. Um, Her name is Caitlin Deaver, and she was the main character in the recent movie Booksmart, which I loved. That was a great, great movie. Um, Olivia Wilde directed it. Oh, okay. And it was her and Beanie Feldstein, who was in Lady Bird. Um, and it was just a great coming of age, very just modern.
0: around that Lady Bird love <laughs> super hard.
2: I'm actually sponsored by Lady Bird. Yeah, this
0: episode brought to you by Lady Bird, now available on Blu-ray and DVD.
2: It's been out for like... Three.
0: years. Yeah, it's been out for a while.
2: <laughs> they don't pay me that much. It
0: was an Oscar darling, though, right? It was so good. Yeah, yeah it, it got was nominated up for, for best like picture. best best picture, and I think mm-hmm. possibly best uh, best script or something too.
2: Saoirse Ronan might have also been up for best actress. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. But it was but... great. I'm a big representative for Big Ladybird. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. So I went with her. I just thought she was really great. Um, in Smart, she plays kind of the sassy she's the lgbt character which is great um and she just seemed like very leveled where she played the funny and she played the serious and i could just see her kind of leaning into the camp of alice being a psychic sure um and also being the only one that supports, you know, this beautiful love story between Ella and or Bella and Edward. Um, so I saw that for her. And then for Jasper, just because I kind of think that it would be funny to watch him be silent the entire time, um, I went with Jaden Smith.
0: Oh wow. Yeah.
2: And I really wanted him to be in the film as himself. So I want him <laughs> with like nail polish and a skirt and, and literally like a just a white Batman
0: suit. Absolutely. And yeah. just standing
2: there, like looking highly uncomfortable the entire time time where all of this like shenanigans is going on around you see him, him
0: texting his agent like why the fuck did you make me <laughs> take this role yeah and yeah. he
2: just asked for an ungodly amount of money and gets it and i support him fully
0: it's like this is gonna take the tarnish away from after earth right yeah. Yeah, exactly you're, be, you're good now
2: exactly well he tried to like get his reputation back up when he did the get down on netflix which oh, was yeah. so good and canceled so soon
0: I have not seen the Get Down yet. It was really good. Yeah, no, I've heard mm-hmm. that that's really good. Absolutely, that's on the list.
2: Yes. So, who did you choose?
0: I uh, went with two Cullen characters.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, but they weren't any of the siblings. Actually, it was the parents, quote unquote. Sure. That I decided to go with. So, uh, Carlisle mm-hmm. being the uh, the one that turned them all. Basically, sure. he's yeah. the, he's the the man in charge. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to continue that feeling of the the lanky kind of otherworldly look almost sure. not quite the proportions you're used to with a human being sure. person, but still like within the element of reasonability, you know, right. it's not, it's not a bunch of slender man's walking around, right. you know, this is real life, but an actor that is impeccable as finally won an Oscar uh, as I had the fortune to meet him at wizard world a few years back and is the most kind, soft-spoken, like, happy to talk about his stuff, loves his fans, super darling of a person, but is mostly known for doing heavy prosthesis work stuff. Okay. This is uh, the actor that's known for Pan's Labyrinth, Shape of Water, Hellboy, and then also worked with our director, Mike Flanagan, on the set of Ouija Origin of Evil, which was one of his films. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're talking about uh, Mr. Doug Jones.
2: Wow. Okay, yeah.
0: He's been in basically every guillermo del toro movie yes and anytime there's a like a character that has heavy prosthetics they use him because he's so skinny sure that it doesn't look super padded right. when he fills out the, the Makes roles.
2: sense okay
0: and a little known fact he was the original uh moon mac from the mcdonald's commercials the moon faced dude wow. that played the piano way back in like the 80s for mcdonald's
2: that is a fun fact
0: that is a super fun fact. that's fun so, I just, I love him so much. He's an incredible actor. I'd love to see him play a role as, I don't know, himself. Like, yeah. in, in non-heavy prosthetics. Right. And he's also kind of a pale dude, so. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Fits it fits.
0: It does fit. Completely. And so, for Esme, which is the mom, mm-hmm. I wanted uh, somebody that had kind of that, that creep tone to sure. it. Sure. Um, and definitely, the mom is going to be kind of almost the mirror image of Bella, to a degree, in my okay. version, where she's like the... what. It could come of Bella in the right. future kind of tone. Sure. And so I wanted somebody that kind of like mimicked that a little bit, but like definitely older. And this is an actress that has been in most of the stuff that uh, Mike Flanagan has done. It's been in Haunting of Hill House, Gerald's Game, Hush. I uh, was the main character in Hush uh main character or no side character in gerald's game uh ouija origin of Eagleville, oculus has been in like all the mike okay, stuff. yeah uh kate siegel okay yeah she was a main actress in hush
2: got it yes
0: and yeah gorgeous woman
2: definitely and
0: definitely kind of that dark
2: yeah tonality mysterious. so
0: it would definitely i think play relatively well as kind of the counter to bella
2: i can see it yeah that's a great casting good
0: and uh who else do you have on your list
2: i did Carlyle too okay and for my straight reboot. I wanted somebody just kind of like, he's meant to be a real sexy doctor. So I wanted someone ultra smooth in this character that Bella has like kind of confusing feelings for. Oh wow, Um, okay. Just because you're a teenage girl and your boyfriend has a hot dad who's a doctor. He's out here saving lives. You know, and
0: that's fair. That is not something I considered with my casting Mm is like both males and females in, in teenage years are looking at the parents and being like, you've got a hot parent.
2: Right, exactly. And so that is why I went with one Idris Elba. Oh. Absolutely.
0: Holy hell.
2: Is it for my own sexual fantasies? Maybe. But also, I feel like it would work well. And also
0: for the sexual fantasies of Of virtually everyone everyone. watching this film. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I don't feel like we've seen enough of Idris Elba saving lives, saving like children. I just, I feel as though it's need to be seen. So I did it. For us all. And he's
0: going to have to like neck both men and women in this. Yes. So he's covering a lot of different demographics here oh, with his yeah. sexiness. Oh,
2: I want to see that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I'm down. So I'm- that's why I chose that. Um, and then I chose our other dad character. I went with Charlie. Charlie. Okay. Um, and for this one I wanted it to be real dad And I wanted it yeah. to be real Gruff dad but also a little Wiser than uh, the Billy Burke character in the Current Yeah because he, was, he wasn't
0: quite Mayberry Barney Fife but and,
2: Yeah it was more like Bella darn it I yeah. just can't understand your Hormones. Yeah. Um, so instead I went with J.K. Simmons Ooh, I love that is my ultimate dad.
0: He's incredible, and yeah, plays an amazing dad in Juno.
2: Yes, exactly. That was my main inspiration for the dadness. But
0: also, I never really fully understood how good an actor he was until I saw Whiplash. That's
2: okay. So I wanted the dadness from Juno, but the not fucking around from Whiplash. Because he does not
0: fuck around in Whiplash.
2: Absolutely not.
0: That film is. I was blown away. So incredible. Incredible. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, I always sign off on J.K. when I oh, can absolutely. for sure.
2: Absolutely. All right, who's your last one?
0: Um, well, I, I've got. Oh, a have two cu- I have a couple here. Yeah, uh, I also went with a Charlie,
2: mm-hmm. and I wanted yeah a dad. Yeah,
0: for sure. Absolutely. And I wanted somebody that was definitely doing the like I was leaning on that polishing the shotgun when he first meets oh, Edward yeah. kind of tone. So uh-huh. I wanted like the dad that was trying to fulfill the dad role but was doing it almost based on what he saw on television because he's definitely an absentee father he's not been there for most of Bella's life right he's trying to fill in the blanks as best he can but he's not doing the best job so he's a little bumbling but he's not a dumb dad like you said sure he's just not very good at it right and I think an actor that could really pull that off and uh, yes this is definitely on my mind as we're going through Firefly Uh uh-huh I decided to go with Adam Baldwin. Okay. as As uh, Charlie Swan. I see it. Uh, he was in Full Metal Jacket, of course, Firefly, and was also in Chuck. Okay. Uh, as As a secret agent in
2: Nice. Chuck. <laughs>
0: But uh, I uh, maybe disagree with him in life on on some of his opinions on things. But perhaps. He, but he's a he's a fun actor.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I can
0: definitely see him in this role as like I also want to see him with a mustache.
2: Yes. I
0: think you could pull off that mustache and be the just weirdo. Oh yeah. Small town police officer dad. dad. Oh totally. Yeah, for sure.
2: Embarrassing dad mustache.
0: Yes, <laughs> that is the name of my mariachi <laughs> band. Uh. That- <laughs> Uh, my last one, mm-hmm. I've got uh, James, who really oh, is the wow. the main the like, villain, mm. villain in, in this. Good a, call. And which is, it's hard for me to even call it the villain. Sure. He's a bad guy for sure. Yeah. But he's not really like the bad guy. He's just no. like a bad He shows
2: guy. up like 20 minutes from the end to be bad now. <laughs> and then he just runs to arizona oh he runs like they're all running they're in washington state like they're
0: in the upper left corner of the united states and it takes like in car it takes them about 45 minutes to get to arizona sure and then him he gets there about the same time but he just goes to like bella's house instead of like where they are or something and Mm -hmm. but yeah so he can run Oh, real fast.
2: Oh, well, they all can. Yeah. The running looks, it turns into like a leaping kind of situation, which is unsettling, really catches you off guard.
0: I really almost want to buy Twilight just to see the bonus features of them on the wire work for their running sequences because it's so wildly unrealistic, even for a supernatural movie. Yes. It's laughably bad
2: yes you know there's no good bonus features in twilight there's like the extended trailer and then everyone talking about it being like yeah i mean i thought it would do really great things for my career and like it spoke to me and that's the whole bonus and features. there's
0: got to be a bonus feature called like when edward met bella the oh, story of God. robert pattinson <laughs> and and kristen stewart and it's just
2: robert pattinson being like get me the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah.
0: he's just like yelling at his agent like, yeah. behind him like <laughs> i'm I told you I don't want to do any fucking bonus feature. <laughs> hey, I am Edward Cullen and
2: I uh I would watch that actually. I would super watch <laughs> yeah, that. Absolutely.
0: So for James, I wanted um yeah, some, a. An attractive blonde gentleman, sure, not nearly as douchey looking as the dude in oh the, with the ponytail, God, the low pony. The low pony is. It a was lot. before
2: the days of the man bun. He, it was the low pony. He
0: looks like the maybe like younger brother of the singer of Nickelback.
2: Wow, Like Ooh, he's okay. super yeah. laying that out. Is that Chad Kroger.
0: Chad Kroger. Ooh. He looks. He looks like Dave Kroger. Chad's oh, younger wow. brother. Dave
2: Kroger. He'll never get out of the shadow of Chad. Yeah, you
0: know, he tries. He it's really so does. Sad.
2: But his his band quarterback is just not. <laughs> It just doesn't have the same like he hoops. tried to go with a bigger monetary value, and it did not pay off. He's so moved embarrassing. from
0: Canada to United States, yeah, northern United States to try to be the United States nickelback right, and uh turns out there were already like eighteen of those, yeah, so it did just didn't really work,
2: but then luckily, Stephanie Meyer saw him on the street and was like, Listen, you look like a bad guy. I still want to fuck you, but I absolutely cannot because of my Mormon faith.
0: you look. Borderline like a homeless grunge musician. So that's going to work for me.
2: Yeah, it brings me back to my youth. So bring that low pony over here. Low pony. The sexy low pony.
0: (laughs) Oh, gross. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so James, I I wanted Uh somebody that actually you can see why people would want to fuck him. Okay. So maybe no low ponytail. Aw. But definitely could play intense as well. Okay. Uh, I was actually surprised at how few leading roles or big roles this actor has had, because everybody knows him, talking about the lesser Hemsworth. oh, Mr. Liam Hemsworth.
2: Yeah. Who has
0: done the teen, teen, sure. uh, young adult movies before with the Hunger yeah. Games movies.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: And was incredible in those. Yes. And a hunk a hunk and burn in love in those movies. Like, oh,
2: yeah. He
0: was super hunky.
2: Oh, the sensitive best friend type. Yeah.
0: But also, Deesh. like, secretly a badass.
2: Yeah. Oh, we love that.
0: When it just comes out of nowhere, like, oh, by the way, I'm also really fucking badass.
2: Yeah, of course. Uh,
0: so sorry, I I forgot to mention that.
2: Oh, and he would really enjoy the angst because you know he's coming off of that hot divorce.
0: Oh yeah, divorcing Miss uh, Hannah
2: yeah. Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The woman herself.
0: Yeah. The, the 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 woman, the myth, the legend.
2: <laughs> the two women.
0: So yeah, he would angst it up, and then he would end up falling like desperately in love with uh with Anna Taylor Joy. Yes. And so instead of Edward getting the girl this time, it'd be James.
2: Aww. James would get the girl. He gets a redemption arc. Yes. Okay. So what happens to Edward then?
0: No, I'm talking like in life, not in the oh, script. Oh, okay, great. In, no, he okay. he actually um basically he oh he
2: rebounds from Miley.
0: He almost gets Bella like about halfway through the movie. Okay. In my version, and that's what really starts Edward or starts Bella actually kind of appreciating mm-hmm. the uh, the overprotectiveness of Edward because she's freaked okay. the fuck out. Sure. And that's kind of what creates the beginnings of the toxic like okay. codependency there.
2: I thought you were going to say she he's trying to kill her and then she fully falls in love with him. And I was bought in because that seems like some Twilight bullshit.
0: What I'm figuring is like, picture like a double down of stalkers. Like okay. if Kate Fear times two, Ooh. we're like Edward stalking her, but then James starts stalking her. Yeah. So they start like, so Edward's like the less like you're gonna murder me, guy. Right. It's like, you're probably gonna murder me eventually, but yeah. I'm gonna get like a good few years out of it first. Right. So she's like, okay, so you're my guy. Right. Protect me from this other Cape Fear dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so like, it's just like, uh, double Cape Fear. It's, it's like the, uh, the Sophie's Choice of Stalkers kind of situation. Oh, happening. wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's exactly the same kind of thing as Sophie's exact- Choice. Same. Oh, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. It's basically the plot of Sophie's Choice.
2: Yeah. True. Yeah. Mm hmm.
0: So, yeah, has, Liam Liam Mirth as uh, James.
2: I definitely support that fully. Yeah. Great casting. Cool.
0: And now we get into the fun part.
2: All right.
0: Our uh, our remix. Oh, it's r- going
2: to r- get r- weird. Remix. Oh, wow. That I was... don't
0: want to ever do that again. So if you're listening and you can. That was very cool. If you can do a thing for our remix, like track that we play for the God, remixes. Please do it. Please do that so I don't ever have to do that again.
2: That was so just embarrassingly white. That was rough. You were as white as the Collins. I, like I translucently I was super, white, super super
0: translucent you
2: started glittering for a
0: second <laughs> like i could feel my dick being see-through it's pretty bad
2: <laughs> not a good look no mm-hmm. for anyone no
0: yeah you don't want a fluke worm uh oh no to your... no we're not gonna <laughs> no okay anyways so the remix basically yep. our weird take on it oh yeah what is your approach to your remix here
2: okay so uh what i really miss in film is I really miss the sexy murder movies? Um, and so, ooh, ooh, yeah. yeah, you're talking
0: like Basic Instinct, you Fatal Attraction, it. Jade.
2: Oh, you should better believe it. Absolutely. So what I'm thinking here is okay. I took it out of the teenage years, so you might actually know some of the actors that oh, cool. I'm talking about here. Cool. Um, so they're fully adults, and I am thinking of Edward as like a super hot dummy. Okay, so he's. Maybe a new vampire, like a baby vamp, Um, but he's crazy hot. And this girl catches wind of this vampire family and she is slick. So she's trying to get in on it. So yeah. she tries to seduce him in order to get in on the vampire family. Oh, okay. Um, and then they kind of like fall in love because they're both super hot. Spoiler alert. Um, and I want to up...
0: see that conversation was like, hey, so we're both super hot. right? Yeah,
2: exactly. So we should probably fuck immediately and then like go eat some people. Um, and so basically it's just like a big romp of fucking and eating people is how I'm thinking. And so for the director That's such a
0: better title than Twilight. Fucking and Eating People? Fucking and Eating People. I thought so too. If I could get away with that on iTunes, that'd be the title of this episode.
2: I know. So for my director, I felt it was only proper to do the king of the sexy, unsettling... Nine and a half weeks, unfaithful, fatal attraction. Nice. It's Adrian line. It's going to be dark, but it's going to be hot. It's
0: going to be sexy.
2: I'm going to be just so uncomfortably turned on. You're going
0: to see like the steam rising off the skin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That kind of that look. And yeah,
2: we're looking at damp theater seats going on here.
0: There's going to be more saran wrap. Wrapped cucumbers than Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, absolutely.
2: We're, uh, there's emergency therapy sessions happening after this based <laughs> on the feelings that are coming from this film.
0: Oh, man. The loins are fully engorged oh, uh, for this.
2: Whew, they really are. So where'd you go? I did not go
0: there. Aww. I went a little more what closer. What did you did? That would <laughs> that would be same exact director. Yeah. And then the casting is like identical. Oh, that'd be, incredible. be spooky. For mine, speaking of spooky, I wanted this to go legit old- Kind of visceral horror
3: okay. kind of approach to it. Yeah.
0: So sticking again, closer to really leaning on this stalker thing a little sure. bit more and and the toxic like relationship stuff and just building out from that of like really leaning in on the fact that these vampires are monsters. Right. They are not good people. Get away from the like we're not like our other kind. We eat, you know, deer.
2: Right. I, they're <laughs> right. they fucking eat people. Right. They're not vegetarians, quote unquote. Vegetarians right. by only mm-hmm. eating just not people? That is from the book, actually. I just uh, pulled that out of the recesses of my mind. And so I am booking an emergency therapy session yeah, I after I think this. that's important that I you know. do. I have to actually leave now. <laughs> I would
0: not need a therapy session. I would probably need another ticket to this uh, movie okay. if it was directed by one legendary uh, John Carpenter.
2: Oh, wow. So the
0: uh, filmmaker that brought us such amazing movies is Halloween. Yes. The Thing. Yes. Prince of Darkness. Yes. And because he's John Carpenter, John Carpenter's vampires.
2: Nice, yes. I love
0: that. So he's he's bringing that like visceral, like old school, practical effect, like grizzly horror.
2: Oh, I support that, yeah. absolutely. That sounds great.
0: So where are you going with your Bella for your version?
2: Okay, so for Bella, first of all, I had to pick someone super hot, oh, obviously. Oh, clearly, yeah. Um, And so.
0: Like actually vampy.
2: Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um. And so I was thinking about her and the different roles that she's played. And one specifically came to mind where it was very gritty and it was still very sexy. Um, and so I was thinking of the movie Columbiana with Zoe Saldana. Oh,
0: and Zoe is a sexy woman.
2: Yikes. She is just, yeah. ooh, she's good. Okay. Yeah. So that's my Bella. Because I can see her being really cunning and using, you know, she knows she's got it, so oh, why yeah. not use it? Because she wants to live forever. And she also has a weird thing where she wants to eat people. So good for her. Nice. She's gonna go fuck the hot dummy and become a vampire. Live <laughs> That's forever. What do.
0: Yeah. Hannibal Saldana. Absolutely. Um,
2: And so in the same vein for my hot dummy, I chose the hottest of all dummies. um, And I went with Ashton Kutcher.
0: Oh, hot dummy. Absolutely. Number
2: one. Also, I would really love to see some like really Adrian Lyne style sex scenes between the two of them. (laughs) I just feel like that's something we don't have and we need.
0: We need that desperately. Absolutely. Some Zoe Saldana, Ashton
2: Ashton Ashton Kutcher Kutcher action. Absolutely. Who's your power couple?
0: I I can't compete with that.
2: I oh I'm sure you can. Don't flatter me. Went
0: with a young
2: actress. Okay,
0: actually a little younger than my Anna Taylor Joy choice. Okay. Uh, but oh,
2: so you kept it in the high school realm.
0: Relatively, I'm okay. it, the high school or like, ju- or like junior college kind of okay thing, sure. like early college years. Got it. And I went with an actress that has really shown her ability to act way beyond her years, but also has done a lot of horror. She was in Let Me In. She was in Carrie, the remake of Carrie, was in Zombieland, uh, Kick-Ass, and the new Suspiria as well. Wow, Uh
2: uh-huh. Chloe
0: Grace Morentz.
2: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Incredible actress. She is so good. She can
0: also play that innocent real well, but she can turn into badass real hard. Yes. So, and I want... Definitely, especially in a John Carpenter jam. Yes. I don't want her to be the helpless girl that's being like saved by the... Oh, no.
2: He would utilize her whole gift. Absolutely. And like,
0: I really don't want it to be that like Edward saves the day at the end is that she actually uses, I don't know, the mirrors or something that, you know, are part of the vampire mythos to... So
2: both of your Bellas have agency is what you're saying. I can't...
0: Ah, I feel so uncomfortable with not agency (laughs) in a female like lead character where it's like... That old school forties or fifties, like help right. me! If only there wasn't right. a strong man around to rescue me. It's just it doesn't even even if it is like an older film. I just you can't do that anymore. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable with it. It's and you're clean, a
2: modern day hero.
0: Yeah, the, that's me. <laughs> modern day hero. Uh, speaking of heroes, Chloe Grace Moretz definitely will be helped. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the distraction of the vampire showing sure. up to save the day, but she's the one with the killing blow. Yes. And maybe Edward that he comes around and does the whole like sucking the blood, the venom out. Oh yeah. Venom.
2: Uh- uh-huh. Uh mm-hmm.
0: it's weird. But that's his his turn of right. saving the day. like right. So he gets one, too. Oh, they're, sure. they're both good. You know? He's useful. He's like, I did good, right? She's like, yes, you did, Eddie. <laughs> you did fine.
2: Oh, Eddie. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
0: So that's my Bella for my Edward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, went with a uh, another younger brother of an actor. Okay. I wanted somebody that definitely comes off as a little bit creepy. Sure. Definitely creepy, but sure. a better actor than he's given credit for was in the new Castle Rock series, was in a movie called Lords of Chaos about the black metal scene in Scandinavia when all the church burnings and stuff happened. Okay. And uh, Scream 4. Wow. Rory Culkin.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I
0: went with Mr. Rory.
2: Wow, for Edward. That is inspired, yeah. honestly.
0: Because I want it to be in this version that he's not this like super handsome, sparkly vampire guy that it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I understand why all the girls want him. It's more he's this brooding, weird dude. Sure. That's just around and nobody yeah. else is really willing to talk to him and is Aww. kind of off putting, and that's kind of the draw for Bella.
2: So he's like actually kind of sympathetic. Yeah. As a opposed little bit. to just being like
0: a huge asshole. But that's kind of where the weird term comes is that because he's not gotten that kind of attention and he's mm-hmm. just felt like an inside outsider for a hundred years. Right that Literally. when he's finally being treated kindly mm-hmm. and not being treated like a freak, he gets super obsessive and okay. you go to that old school stalker kind of tone yeah. with it. Yeah.
2: Okay, I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Okay, That's really great.
0: So um, who do you have for your other castings here?
2: Okay, so I kept Jacob, okay. um, but I went in a totally different direction without the love triangle situation. I thought of Jacob for my kind of darker sexy thing as more of like her kind of incel friend. Who like she touched him on the arm once, and now he's the like so obsessed with her stalker, like okay. not seeing that she's got bigger plans, you know, like she's thinking two steps ahead. Okay, it's she's not falling in love here. Um, and so I went with someone who unfortunately just has that vibe. But I, also there's a can, couple actors that yeah. can do that, and it
0: sucks for them. It
2: does because he's actually an incredible actor. Um, and has been so so great at showing that dark turn in movies like Little Miss Sunshine but really showed the dark grittiness oh, in the movie Prisoners yeah. with Hugh Jackman I'm talking about Paul, Paul Dano, Dano. Yeah. Paul Dano is such your incel friend who you're like oh I just love him so much he's just you know my friend and he's like ultimate friend zone Reddit guy he
0: did that similarly as a preacher in There Will Be Blood
2: oh yeah he
0: was in same kind of tone though right even as a preacher he's that like sniveling yeah like really awkward exactly. upsettingly like their person right.
2: but i feel like he would be great because he would be able to sometimes be a little sympathetic and then go back to being like fucking gross yeah um and so he would have that little shred of humanity for like my twisted little jacob scenario yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got that's my you. plan
0: okay cool i dig that i'd love Thank paul you. dano too Me he's a too. really good actor
2: he's such a good actor and he's married and or or engaged to certified babe zoe kazan so he's like not out here in wow. the friend zone oh no yeah no She's he's doing real cute
0: he's doing fine
2: absolutely yeah yeah yeah
0: uh let's see i've got my for jacob mm-hmm. the one thought that i had that would be kind of fun and also i just really like this dude yeah he's like a super committed actor that like is focused on like inner body strength and like outward spirituality yes and like He's this super kind, caring person that plays D&D and he's okay. like a super D&D guy and also a player to fucking werewolf on True Blood. Okay. Uh, Joe Manganello.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: And Ooh, you okay. play him as like the older dude and you can yeah. kind of play up the like, there's possibly some sparks there that's a little unreasonable. Like Chloe's like borderline legal.
2: I'm sorry. So in this world, <laughs> Chloe here is... Choosing Rory Colkin over Joe Manganiello. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay.
0: In in this case, maybe Joe Manganiello is like her dad's friend. So it's a little bit creepier. Like,
2: that's hotter. <laughs> <laughs> that's like maybe, really. Maybe in
0: your slutty basic hotter. instinct, Like, slutty
2: killer porno thriller. Sure, I'm in the mindset. Thriller, then... I'm, in the, mind- I'm yeah. in the nine and a half weeks <laughs> You're mindset. You're ready to roll. That's dangerous. That is dangerous. Damn. Mm hmm getting spicy over
0: here <laughs> it's getting very spicy a little warm in here damn mm. so uh yeah i, I went with <laughs> joe manganello for yeah why would anyone pick rory colkin over joe manganello and this is really the only time they're gonna is be Is Rory
2: Culkin at least in like an indie band
0: <laughs> He's in. he's in a band called the was it the boner uh boner killers or? What is it?
2: <laughs> he would be in a band called the boner killers <laughs> let's be honest here <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's literally like he's playing Edward, but he's in a band called Rory Culkin and the Boner <laughs> Killers. <laughs> oh
2: my! Because God. he's just
0: told that he looks like Rory Culkin so often. Yeah. That he has to be in that oh, band. He
2: hates that. He you really know hates, he it. hates it. And that's what sucks. He knows he's more of a Macaulay at heart, what but sucks, he looks like a Rory. He
0: didn't even know that. He thought it was going to be Boner Killers until their first gig, and yeah. then he realized the drummer had painted Rory Culkin and the Boner oh. Killers on the drums.
2: God, that sucks. What really an sucked. asshole.
0: And, but you know what like he decided the best way to deal with that is yeah. to lean in
2: good for him yeah okay so, so he has a good sense of humor
0: not so much i mean it really bothers him but he knows yeah. that he's going to be picked on more if he throws a fit about it so but i mean
2: okay so chloe at least fucks joe Manganiello like once right and then like rory doesn't find out about it like be nice to this i girl. mean chloe is like five
0: foot even and yeah. joe Manganiello is like a g- giant mountain of a yeah, person she could
2: climb him like a fucking tree and
0: then Get murdered with his dick. I think. Like, I don't know if that would actually physically be able to happen. what in my movie? Okay, well,
2: <laughs> dick murder. Dick murder.
0: <laughs> that is the best detective name it ever. It really
2: is. Dick murder.
0: <laughs> dick murder here.
2: <laughs> this story has legs. <laughs> <laughs> See, we have a homicide. <laughs> and they're like, God, stop pronouncing it's it like that, not Dick. Pronounce that way, Dick. <laughs> and he just doesn't hear it. Walks right past with his eighteenth cup of coffee for the day.
0: He, he's the guy that's like at the bar. He's like looks like you need a private dick.
2: Oh like, my no, god! I, uh,
0: <laughs> Mr. Murder, can you please leave?
2: Dick murder is the reason for the Me Too movement. Yes. Honestly, <laughs> he started it.
0: He's, he's the forefather. You're the forefather of the Me Too movement. Oh,
2: <laughs> I'm really coming across great here.
0: Yeah, that's great. No, it's it's I'm it's impeccable. <laughs> Uh yeah, so who who do I even have? Oh, who cares God. at this point? Like <laughs> I to, mean,
2: I really do. We,
0: uh, we're gonna add Dick Murder as a character in our versions just to have him.
2: <laughs> I wish Dick Murder was a character in my life. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> imagine if you were
0: best friends. Oh, with I wish it was my best friend. Definitely not Dick somebody I would date at no. all.
2: But like my best friend who I have to like apologize for all the time like because he's always drunk oh my god like constantly like has... how is he always that drunk he like never seems to sleep
0: He's the guy that like you take his flask away and magically he just pulls out another flask and he right. can do this like a clown does scarves oh easily where there's it's just a mary flasks, poppins bag just situation mary poppins bag yeah. full of flasks
2: oh he seems like a great friend to have around honestly
0: until like the 30th one he was like oh apple teeny <laughs> just really upset
2: and you're like you can have that one dick
0: that's that's fine that's it's you. basically
2: just sugar go ahead, <laughs> go, ahead.
0: <laughs> go ahead enjoy that hangover tomorrow
2: right okay tell me about your, <laughs> your, your back to fucking business yeah tell all right. me about your carlisle and esme character okay
0: carlisle again want want lanky but i want somebody that can definitely be scary creepy okay uh, for, for this version, and I went with a uh, very lanky and also amazing actor that can do scary, Cillian Murphy or Ooh, Killian Murphy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he is creepy as hell.
0: If you haven't seen Red Eye, I have. Um, that it's an underappreciated film just for his ability to play the like brooding anger oh, guy. Man, does great.
2: Yeah, he was haunting.
0: Yeah, and 28 Days Later, Inception, yep, Peaky yep. Blinders. He's incredible. Ooh, yeah. He's incredible mm-hmm. in Peaky Blinders. Great actor. Uh, I think he would he would pick it up no doubt just to work with John Carpenter. Oh,
2: absolutely! Because
0: he's already done his West Craven thing with Red Eye. So you're saying
2: he's not doing it just to work with Chloe Grace? He could be a huge fan. He
0: could totally be a huge fan. Um, watch that they start dating. Oh like, wow! You had the chance for Joe Meganello, but you went with. <laughs> The Scarecrow. And Rory Culkin is
2: like, seriously, that means I was this close. (laughs) Like
0: if We're like like,
2: basically cousins.
0: Basically, if I didn't have stringy hair and was like (laughs) a foot taller, then I might have gotten this.
2: You're like, that guy's basically Rory Culkin adjacent, if you didn't know what his name was.
0: That's Rory Culkin on stilts. Like, let's be honest here. Right.
2: (laughs) Platform shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Moon boots. Elevator shoes. (laughs) All
0: right. So uh, then, so yeah, that's that's our, our Carlisle for sure. Charlie. Mm-hmm. I went with a uh, gentleman that worked with John Carpenter on his uh, entry into, I think, season two of the Masters of Horror series that was mm-hmm. on HBO. I want to say mm-hmm. it was a uh, Cigarette Burns was the name of the this the film that John Carpenter did. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Okay, and uh, that was before Walking Dead. Norman Reedus.
2: Wow. So Norman
0: Reedus as a like as Charlie as Charlie oh. as like. But just kind of like definitely pull, throwing back a few more of those oh, ra- Rainier beers.
2: Oh, chain smoking.
0: Chain smoking like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. the
2: graveliest.
0: Yeah, pinky rings. I just picture pinky yeah. rings. Yeah. Like one that he doesn't like to talk about. He's got like a Masonic ring on his oh, pinky that wow. he just doesn't talk about. Yes. Uh, there's some like winking and nudging going on in town with it. Yeah. You know, there's some. There's some like under.
2: Oh yeah. Un, the the, under town, the, rug the stuff. town's a Twitter.
0: Yeah. let There's, just say there's that. some stuff happening. Sure. Uh, for James. Mm -hmm. I went, uh, actually a newer actor, okay, uh, uh, just really starting to get notice, Mm -hmm. went with a Austin Butler. Uh, He had a role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a small role in that. He was Jack in The Dead Don't Die. Okay. He was uh, Noah in Intruders, and he played Chase in, uh, I think it was season three or four or both of uh, Arrow.
2: Okay, yeah. CW
0: series. So Mm -hmm. he's done a bunch of stuff, and he's getting more and more roles. I, I think he's got that blonde... You know, hot but kind of borderline creepy kind of low tone. Low pony. Yeah, low low pony. <laughs> yes, and then uh, Esme mm-hmm. is my final there. Mm-hmm. I went with uh, Denai Guerrera.
2: Oh wow, she's
0: incredible
2: whoa yeah
0: out of left field right
2: that's really out of left field but, but what I i'm wanted, into what it what i
0: wanted for this is there to be like straight up just a standoff scene between carlisle and esme in the john carpenter version where she's just not down for just she's how she's overbearing... married
2: to silly murphy yes. in this yes what an odd couple but also might watch the sex tape yeah i mean like definitely
0: yeah and she's more beast mode than he is oh, for completely. sure she's topping but the thing is, like, it, emotionally, he's kind of the one in charge because right. he's really, like, emotionally intimidating. Right. But she definitely has the ability to stand up and be like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, we ain't doing right. this shit. Absolutely. I'll fight like, you. Do you know who I am? Right. I was in Black Panther. Don't right. fuck with me. Right. <laughs> so uh, I, she's, she's incredible actress yes. and sweet as pie. Yes. All the interviews that I've seen, everything that I've heard, she's nothing Lovely. but just an absolute joy. Truly. So, and I like to cast
2: wow. good
0: people okay. more than bad. Uh, in these things, but I just thought it'd be interesting to see her kind of take the stand and kind of take charge of the situation in yep. this version.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, John Carpenter doesn't mind having strong female characters in his movies. Right. so Yeah, um, absolutely. Let's, let's do it. And uh, so that's my casting.
2: That is some good casting. Yeah. I like that.
0: Now, we didn't get a lot of mashup choices from our fans. We got a couple. I'm going to pull them up here. Did you have some ideas for mashups, something else that you would like to see Incorporated into the mythos of Twilight.
2: I might have. Um, just for my my sexy murder, um, I was thinking that if I were to mash it up with anything, I would probably mash it up with Dexter. So they're out here murdering. Oh, they're I like eating it. People, they're not vegetarians here, but they're murdering people that deserve to get murdered. So I felt like that was a good move.
0: You could also totally do this as like a sequel to Dexter because Ooh. he ends up a lumberjack in yeah, the woods. Yeah, he sure does. So this could be like After Dexter. Yes. That he he ends up in what what's the Forks? Yeah. Is oh, that what Oh, it's Forks. I'm upset that I knew that. I like, am too. Yeah, so he ends up in Forks and yeah. that's where he, there's a vampire problem.
2: Makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So he teaches these young hot dummies his way.
0: There's a couple here that I have. Now, the one that I was thinking was and we posted a picture of Blade standing Mm -hmm. behind so that's a kind of a no-brainer as well but I would love to see a 30 days of night meets twilight version where Mm. they're in the the Pacific Northwest Mm -hmm. it's not quite Alaska with with it being like 30 days of night kind Mm -hmm. of situation but they could kind of play with it being overcast all the time Sure, you go in like the winter season when it's like dark a lot and yeah lots of weather happening mm-hmm. and you have the 30 days of night vampires which are like fucking old school like yeah. eastern european vampires that are yeah. like not fucking around absolutely and they gotta deal with the vampires that listen to like death cab for cutie you know like <laughs> yes. let's, see, let's see what happens here right would be a lot of the fun. rory
2: colkins yes himself. the
0: Ro- rory colkins versus like udo von kier <laughs> yeah let's see let's see who wins this one right sorry there rory yeah. uh, you're gonna be in bad shape <laughs> Uh, the other one that was mentioned by our friend Brandon was uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Which I would love to see like a documentary style like comedy version. Yes. Directed by Taika. Yes. About the uh, the Carlisle clan.
2: Oh, I would love that.
0: Me, uh, definitely. I'd see Edward just always brooding. He would be basically the like Nosferatu vampire in the yes. basement. Oh, now I just want a Nosferatu Edward Cullen that she's like making oh. eyes at. And it's never mentioned that no. he's like a terrifying right. vampire person.
2: <laughs> he's just kind of tragic.
0: He's <laughs> just like just look, he's just got such slender fingers and right. just like foot-long fingers <laughs> with like these razor sharp fingernails. Yeah, <laughs> I need to make this short film.
2: Love makes you feel crazy
0: things. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh Terry suggested Terry No Pants, uh, mm-hmm. who's on our Lost Boys episode actually. Mm. Uh, brought up that Fifty Shades of Grey began originally as a Twilight fanfic. Oh,
2: it sure did.
0: So if you incorporate the two, I mean, it's it's almost like bringing two parts of the same pie back together. Yes, again. exactly. So you just BDSM Edward and, sure. and Bella, right? So instead of two kisses in the first movie, right? <laughs> they're like, I mean, Bella is pegging Edward.
2: You know that's not what happens in Fifty Shades,
0: right? <laughs> I've never seen Fifty Shades and probably will never see Ooh, Fifty Shades.
2: Next time I come on the podcast. Uh, no, we're not doing
0: that. That's, Can't look, wait. We've already gotten so sexy.
2: Oh, it's too sexy. With
0: with Rory Culkin's boner jam band. Oh, that's hot. Yes.
2: I will never not think about that.
0: Uh, yeah, she followed with vampire bondage or a really bad abusive relationship.
2: True. Uh,
0: both, I think, True. is what it would be. Our friend Steven suggested Buffy.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Buffy is a vampire sense. slayer. Uh huh. So I'm super into that. Me uh, too. And yeah, I would love to see Buffy run around fighting the Cullens, and they're like, "We're one of the good ones," <laughs> right? <laughs> and like turns them towards, uh, you know, James and the crew.
2: Yes, I would definitely watch that. Um.
0: Okay, I didn't want a paragraph, Jack. So we're gonna ignore you.
2: Be more succinct.
0: The Maze Runner. Oh, okay. That's a hard pull because that's like in a post-apocalyptic like.
2: So there's, like, vampires in the maze?
0: I guess, yeah, when they go into the maze, it's just, like, the Cullens listening to, (laughs) like, I don't know. I'm trying to pull out some indie, but Sonic Youth, there we go. Yeah, they're just rocking out to to goo. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Strange Brew. Okay. Uh, Why are you making this so hard, guys? That was Vermin doing, Vermin always picks the weirdest ones to do as Mm -hmm. well, but I think uh, Buffy and... uh, what We Do in the Shadows, the yeah. vampire movies, they're pretty easy to take. Sure, yeah, it's pretty easy to do. Yeah. So, so those are our choices there. Yes. Um, now we go into the the hard part. Great. The trailers. Yes. So I think I'm going to do my John Carpenter version. Oh, yeah. For sure. Sure. Uh, which version do you think you're going to do?
2: I'm going to have to do my Adrian Line version. Oh, for
0: sure. Absolutely. Your sexy killer movie.
2: Yeah. Okay, The movie cool. that we all want to see.
0: Well, let me cue up the music.
3: Disclaimer, Disclaimer. Stephanie Meyer, nor The Church of Jesus Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints claimed this film. film. In a world where the original Twilight Saga never happened, happened. (laughs) the director of Nine (laughs) and and a Half (laughs) Weeks, Adrian (laughs) (laughs) Lyne, creates this sexy (laughs) vampire (laughs) murder story where a super super hot girl girl played by Zoe Zoe Saldana Saldana. seduces a crazy crazy hot hot vampire vampire dummy. dummy Played by Ashton (laughs) Kutcher, and they they just just fuck 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 and and eat (laughs) everybody. Coming soon, you'll you'll be be coming coming soon. soon. I'm so so sorry.
2: (laughs) I didn't
0: plan anything really. I am super not sorry. That's amazing. If that was an actual trailer for a movie, I'd be like, I guess I'm going to see this fucking movie. <laughs> I have to. Like I'm now deeply intrigued. I should wear a rain jacket. I'm no, not really clearly. trusting the people in this theater. <laughs> Holy shit. That's amazing.
2: Okay, great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'll be coming soon. I hate myself. I
2: really do. You should
0: not. Oh, you should I be, really you do. just own that shit cuz <laughs> that was amazing. You so much. Thank you. Uh, I'm doing my John Carpenter. So All right.
2: I'm so ready.
0: I am uh, so not. So
1: <laughs> The Master of Horror brings you a new vision of the Stephanie Meyer bestselling novel, no. Twilight. Oh, no. It is is Forks in Washington Washington State, State. a small Small town where people just tend to disappear. (laughs) And behind some of the disappearances, the Cullen (laughs) family. Meet Edward, played by Rory Culkin from Lords of Chaos, and Scream, the the fourth one, the fourth scream. He falls in love with a teenage girl, and it's not at all creepy. (laughs) Bella Swan, New played by (laughs) Chloe Grace Moretz, together they create a toxic codependency that helps them survive an onslaught by evil vampire James, played by Austin Butler, and circumnavigate the the dangers of of relationships with their family members of Carlisle, played by Cillian Murphy. and Esme Cullen played by Denai Carrera. (laughs) This Halloween (laughs) join Charlie Swan as he learns how to be a daddy again. Played by Norman Reedus of The Walking Dead and Boondock (laughs) Saints. It's all right to be turned on. This is John Carpenter's
2: Twilight. is so much more detailed than mine <laughs> mine i put two actors i had to get detailed because i had to follow you'll
0: be coming soon how am i supposed to follow that holy shit easily i was like there's guys there's people in this movie that's all i had you, you had i you had you'll be coming soon as your wordplay i had it's all fright <laughs> to what be turned on i don't know we i don't remember what i said because it's stupid
2: no that's oh my god a good okay. joke, Dad. well
0: join us next week for the new host of smack my pitch up uh it's
2: me yeah
0: she's taking over because clearly she does a better job at this than i do oh please yeah you're gonna get that like 90 plus market real, really going for us
2: they're all about the lady hobbit <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. <laughs>
0: oh god <laughs> um, this is uh, so much fun I'm,
2: <laughs> Me too. now
0: actually I, I'm glad that we watched Twilight and I, I never thought I'd so. say that Yeah, I know uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Smack My Pitch Up check out all our previous episodes and all of our other shows on the network which is up, up to 9 at this point we'll be having number 10 dropping very soon Woo. on the network all at GUIpodcast.com that's where you can find links to our social media we usually drop uh, what we're doing on a new episode Uh, The day of our recording, so you have a chance to kind of mention what mashups you'd like to see with these films. So join the conversation, be part of this weirdness by suggesting some stuff, and we might give you a shout out on the air. Yes. Much thanks to my uh, my panelist Amy for coming on. Absolutely.
2: Thank you so much for having me. So much fun. So fun.
0: And uh, we'll find you next week for another episode. I'm Mike the Hobbit, and you just got pitch smacked.
2: Bye.
1: GUI Podcast.com